Welcome to Podcasts for Future CIO, a society production where we discuss, argue, and debate technologies, practices, and issues important to organizations in Asia-Pacific. An IDC survey revealed that 85% of business decision makers think that they have only two years to make significant moves into the new digital world, or they will lose their competitive advantages in the market. A study by McKinsey says that only 8% of companies believe that their current business models will survive the digital transformation. Today, digitalization has become a major challenge for many organizations. IDC forecasts up to $6 trillion will be invested in digital transformation over the next four years, with spending on virtual labs doubling by 2022. In our episode, Digitization versus Digital Transformation, we look at the continuing confusion enterprises and executives seem to have regarding digitization and digital transformation. We are pleased to have two experts joining us today. Returning to PodChats is Mr. Murphy Choi, Executive Director at Mac Edutech. Thank you for joining us today, Murphy. Thank you, Alan, for inviting me to the podcast. And for his first stint with PodChats is Mr. Fred Giron, Executive Vice President and Research Director for Forrester. Welcome to PodChats, Fred. Thanks a lot, Alan. Great to have a discussion with you. Let's start the discussion by dissecting the confusion between digitization and digital transformation. Murphy, why do you think there is this prevailing confusion between the two? Digital transformation is not just poorly understood. It is often misconstrued. In fact, for most people, they equivocate digitization, digitalization, and digital transformation. They are all different concepts. Fred, do you see the same occurrence among your clients? Yeah, I think, I think it's, uh, it's correct uh, to say that uh, com- companies and executives tend to use the two words or two concepts uh, interchangeably, but I think, I think there's a very strong difference in between the two. I tend to think about digitization or digitalization as you know, taking an existing business process, for instance, and and applying some some technologies in order to make it more you know real time and automated. Digital transformation spans across the entire operating model, touch you know the culture, the processes, the talent, technology, obviously. But it's it's not just about a you know simple business process and and applying digital technologies to transform an existing business process. So Murphy, what exactly constitutes digital transformation? Digital transformation requires an organization-wide change that enables the organization to be customer-driven end-to-end using digital processes, technology, and automation. Another important difference between digitization and digital transformation is the focus. Digitization focuses on the use of technology to enable the conversion of physical formats into digital formats, while digital transformation focuses on business process re-engineering as well as the application of technology to simplify and automate work processes. Fred, what about you? What is your take on digital transformation? Where does it start? This is something that needs to be, to be starting with the customer. Right, it's uh, we, we're talking about digitizing the business strategy, and the business strategy is about you know understanding where you want to play 
and how you want to win as an organization. And uh, so, you know, starting with a laser focus on on the customer and the value that as an organization you're going to deliver uh, to the customers and, and how digital is going to be changing the way you're generating value for the customer and capturing uh, value from the customer as well. Uh, and, you know, it's, it, again, it goes beyond just thinking about a shiny technology, emerging technology like artificial intelligence or RPA automation or, you know, blockchain. It's, it's really uh, having a laser focus approach to understanding uh, what, who, is the, who is your customer and how is, um, you know, a digital approach going to change uh, the way you capture value uh, from the customer and generating value uh, for the customer. Moving to our next topic, IDC forecasts worldwide spending on digital transformation to reach about $2.3 trillion in 2023. But while analysts call out digital transformation as the topmost strategic priority for organizations, early indicators from consultants suggest that success rates can be as low as 30%, maybe even lower. Murphy, what makes for a successful digital transformation initiative? A successful digital transformation should be customer-driven and customer-focused. Very often, you have to measure on a regular basis on the short-term impact as on the customer because it gives you a good sense whether or not whatever you're doing in the short term is impacting the customer in a positive or negative manner. Ed, how about you? What's your take on the same question? How do I succeed in my transformation initiative? Yeah, so um, being laser focused on, on the customer, uh, having a customer centric approach uh, is definitely that's you know think of think about think of uh, uh, customer experience as as the north star for this uh, digital transformation, right? Uh, so that that gives you the direction, and I think. Um, you know, in order to try and guarantee the success of these uh, digital transformation, which is not a simple feat in itself, right? Because these digital transformation are, are going to take many, many years uh, to start delivering uh, results. For me, you know, digital transformation is, is a never-ending work, never-ending program of work that organizations need to apply to their operating model. But in that work... There's an important characteristics, which is, you know, in addition to be customer centric, being able to experiment, learn, you know, test and learn on the go, because uh, we don't really know how customers are going to react, whether they are going to adopt some of these initiatives or, or new digital assets that we're launching or digital products and services that we're launching in the market. So it's being able to very quickly iterate, launch new value proposition, test these new value propositions with the customers, and then pivot in order to ensure that whatever the, the company is doing is, you know, catching up with these fast, uh, fast changing expectations and behaviors of, of customers. Murphy, a while back, you told me about the need to have a digital transformation vision that is unified, meaningful, and actionable. What exactly do you mean by that? Any digital transformation vision should be unified, meaningful, and actionable. What is unified? Basically, 
additional transformation plan should be able to unify all the different systems or the business unit and the business matrix in such a way that it can be digitalized and enabled through technology. How do you measure meaningful? Well, it depends on the organization's objective. Very often, a meaningful digital transformation should see the organization transform into a new form. For example, if you are a bank, it could be seen as transforming into a digital bank, or you are a retail bank, it could be seen as becoming an investment bank through your digital transformation. Likewise, for logistic companies, it could be a move to e-commerce. So there are many different ways to make the vision a meaningful one. So how do you define actionable? Simple. Your vision must be something that can be acted on by senior management, which means it could be something like, for example, a switch to a digital format, an automation process for the suppliers, or it could be the use of technology in the management of facilities, or the efficiency gained through the use of technology in your operations. Fred, do you concur with the need to have a vision that is unified, meaningful, and actionable? Uh, so from, from my perspective and, and Forrester's perspective, um, digital leaders tend to weave uh, capabilities in four key areas to create biz business outcomes. One is about delivering a meaningful experience. And that's where the customer experience team, the chief customer uh, officer, for instance, has a, has a very strong role to play here, understanding you know, what is the journey of the customer and, and what are their expectations. But the end goal and the outcome that uh, organizations are trying to, to, to uh, get to here is delivering easy, effective, and emotional customer experiences. The second one is, you know, connecting the technology to, uh, to the business, right? So it's, it's from a digital operations perspective, and that's where the CIO is, uh, is critical, right? Uh, but I, I think th this is where, you know, from a digital operations perspective, the, the focus also needs to be on transferring the operations on things that customers value. Uh, so there was, I think, an example around e-commerce, you know, being able, if, if, if your research shows that uh, your customers expect a, you know, uh, same-day delivery or next-day delivery, what does it mean from an operations perspective in terms of, you know, order management system and some of the fulfillment capabilities that you need to put in place, right? The third one is around uh, improving performance uh, via analytics. And that's also where uh, the CIO is going to uh, have an important role to play. And uh, uh, you know, we're seeing organizations are now coming to the realization that increasing data literacy within the organizations and, and making sure that decisions are made not just based on experience or gut feel, but are made, you know, leveraging data and insights and then being able to implement these insights into the operating model of the organization that, that's becoming a critical a component of their of their digital um, business strategy. So, and again, that's that's where I think the CIO has a, has a very strong role to play here. And then uh, the fourth one is aligning the, the culture to the customer, right? So ensuring that the brand promise, customer experience that is delivered 
you know, by the employees, be it the, the front-end employees, but also the back-end. Everybody is aligned from a cultural uh, perspective to uh, what needs to be done, you know, to serve the needs and expectations of, of these customers. And that's where uh, the CMO and also the um, CHRO need to need to work together in order to to do this. So as you can see, this is, you know, this is what we're talking about, right? It, this is not just a, you know, a technology-led type of transformation. This is something that needs to cover the, the chief customer officer, head of CX, the CIO, the CMO, the CHRO, and, you know, the, the one person who is developing, designing the, the vision uh, that the organizations need to follow is the CEO. And that's why we, we, we think that the only person who, who should lead uh, digital transformation is, is the chief executive officer. Okay, so given all of what's been shared so far, how does an enterprise guarantee a successful transformation effort? Is that even possible? Murphy, your thoughts, please? In most digital transformation exercises or projects, the success metrics are primarily short-term metrics involving efficiency gain or monetary gain. However, I will suggest you to look at other factors such as, for example, governance improvement, compliance conformance, or in, even in some cases, you know, the long-term business process changes. Now, it is always tempting to use short-term metrics in order to satisfy the senior management's requirements. However, short-term metrics are usually short-term in terms of the gain, and without longer-term strategic changes, it is very difficult to achieve the desired outcome. So I would suggest that for any success metrics, you look at the long-term effect with some short-term metrics in order to satisfy the monetary requirements. However, Wherever possible, long-term metrics should take precedence over short-term metrics. Fred, anything to add? I tend to agree with the efficiency metrics that tend, you know, that are basically hygiene metrics. I mean, obviously, cost management and efficiency are important, but it's uh, our research shows that it's increasingly more difficult to achieve um, significant efficiency gains implementing technology. So, I would shift towards and recommend um, IT departments and CIOs to also consider effectiveness metric and, and looking at how initiatives within the IT department can help drive specific business outcomes and customer outcomes, right? So be it in terms of uh, revenue growth or, you know, customer, uh, customer satisfaction, you know, reducing um, the customer efforts, you know, so the amount of time or the number of clicks that, that are required to uh, do, uh, you know, something specific on a, on a mobile apps or, or in order to get some, you know, to get their job, uh, the job to be done. So I think the effectiveness, the, the shift towards more effectiveness metrics is, is important, business outcome metrics uh, as well. And as part of these, of these metrics, having a strong set of metrics that keep track of uh, the customer experience, both from a strategic perspective as well as, you know, episodic perspective. So being able to laser focus on, on some of the critical moments within the customer journey uh, so that um, the organization is aware of the potential pain points uh, that the customer is facing and being able to very quickly uh, remediate uh, these pain points and, and ensure a satisfying customer experience. I often get asked, why do digital transformations 
fail. In your view, what is the number one reason for failed DX initiatives? Murphy? The most important and single bigger obstacle is culture. Very often, most organizations have a culture that is not compatible with digital transformation. In those cases, it is very important for senior management to make the necessary commitments in order to move the organization in such a way as to overcome the inertia of change. Once that has been achieved, most projects can succeed with minimum disruption to the culture. Why is that the case? Most of the obstacles in terms of cultural factors is primarily the inability to look beyond siloed work processes. Once the organization is able to change things up, improve efficiency, most employees are able to enjoy the benefits of digital transformation. Thus, once they have tasted the success of digital transformation, they will proceed to do more digital transformation and eventually be a believer in digital transformation. Fred, anything to add to this? I tend to agree with that, uh, which means that, you know, I wanted just to come back on a couple of points. One, the importance of having the CEO uh, drive the digital transformation, because that's with uh, the top leader uh, driving this, um, this transformation, the chances are, are going to be on the, on the side of, the, of, of success, basically, because he's going to be or she's going to be able to rally the troops around this particular vision and ensure that the leaders from the executive team are embracing the vision and, and making some of, the, some of the necessary changes in order to ensure that, that the culture is, is the right one and that they are making progress against some of the objectives and, and key results that they have set for their different departments, right, and business function. The other, uh, I guess, element that I would highlight here is the need for shared accountability, right, and the need for collaboration in between the different leaders that I was uh, talking about a minute ago and between the chief information officer, the CMO, the head of customer experience, the uh, CHRO, chief human resource officer, and, and so on and so on. The idea that a chief digital officer can come in and accelerate uh, the digital transformation for the company and make the digital transformation a success is a fallacy, right? Uh, this, this is not going to work, especially when you have somebody that is coming from, from outside the organization. This is not a recipe for success. Rather, uh, the chief digital officer or digital transformation officer is the CEO, right? Is the, uh, or she is the, the one, again, you know, uh, defining the vision and then rallying the troops, encouraging the right behaviors from the leadership around, you know, increased collaboration, increased shared accountability against some of the goals that the company is going to set uh, for itself on uh, their journey to become more digital. With that, I hope our listeners now have a clearer understanding of digitization versus digitalist transformation, why transformations fail, who needs to drive the initiative, and some helpful tips on making the journey a successful one for everyone involved. As always, Murphy, Fred, thank you for joining me on this podchat. Thank you, Alan. Thanks, Alan. It was a pleasure. To our listeners, we've reached the end of another episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Please like this podchat if it appealed to you. And if you have a topic you'd like us to cover in future episodes, please email us at editors at society.com. Once again, if you could do me a favor, connect with us at futurecio.tech 
And don't forget to sign up for our free newsletters to receive updates on what's the latest and greatest in technology. See you in the next episode of Podchats for Future CIO. Have a great day. Thank you.